0: section 25 of from the latchkey of my bookhouse this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by c from the latchkey of my bookhouse edited by olive beaupre miller what is a myth myth is a popular story intended to explain some natural phenomenon or some phase or problem of life in general a myth deals with the actions of gods or beings possessed of divine attributes it seems most probable that the myths were the outgrowth of the household tales and that while the tales were preserved by the rude and uncultured among the races the more advanced and intellectual of each folk, refined these tales into the myths which gradually became the religions of the peoples. While many of the myths are merely poetical and impossible, though beautiful, explanations of natural phenomena, as how the sunflower came, why winter and spring come every year, etc., mythology as a whole means far more than that in the evolution of human thought as men in the very beginnings of ordered thinking began to seek for causes beneath the outward appearance of things to question and ponder instead of blindly accepting the universe they could not escape striving to understand the power that creates sustains and regulates the world from which emanates the thought and life that pervades and animates all the universe and being unable to conceive of that power so diversified in the infinite variety of its manifestations and operations as one power one god they conceived of it as many gods they perceived its various attributes and qualities as these appeared in human experience and personified each of these as a god or goddess thus when they perceived wisdom truth beauty etc to be vital and powerful elements of human life that must have a source somewhere Instead of conceiving of one god who is all wisdom, beauty, truth, bountifulness, productivity, strength, life, light, and love, they conceived of a god or goddess who gave wisdom, a god or goddess who gave life, a god or goddess of beauty, a god or goddess of truth, bounty, productivity, strength, etc. Instead of one god whose power embraces the universe, there was a god of the earth, a god of the sea, etc., and humanity's innate perception of its own necessity for seeking divine help help outside its own inadequate capacities in time of trouble expressed itself in seeking protection from the various gods each of which was endowed with that protective power which belongs truly to god thus early man's system of gods was only human thought in a state of evolution crudely and imperfectly recognizing the various attributes of the one god naming and classifying the various unseen elements that go to make up life commencing definitely if slowly to distinguish between good and evil and back of their manifold gods the myth-makers nearly all dimly perceived the idea of one power in an odin or jove who was all-father and supreme it is said that the early egyptian priests though their religion always possessed far more points of dissimilarity than similarity to the hebrew still possessed very distinctly this secret of one god one cause and creator of the universe and mr prescott tells us in his conquest of mexico that even the aztecs evolving their religion so utterly apart from the rest of the world recognized in spite of their barbarous myths of many gods the existence of a supreme creator and lord of the universe they addressed him in their prayers as the god by whom we live omnipresent that knoweth all thoughts and giveth all gifts without whom man is as nothing invisible incorporeal one god of perfect perfection and purity under whose wings we find repose and sure defence these sublime attributes infer no inadequate conception of the true god he tells us furthermore in the conquest of peru it is a remarkable fact that many if not most of the rude tribes inhabiting the vast american continent however disfigured their creeds may have been in other respects by a childish superstition had attained to the sublime conception of one great spirit the creator of the universe who immaterial in his own nature was not to be dishonored by an attempt at visible representation and who pervading all space was not to be circumscribed within the walls of a temple however much men still confused good and evil sensual and spiritual qualities in defining the nature of their gods early mythology represents at least a pressing forward of primitive human thought toward explanations of the universe toward some comprehensive grasp of the unseen force behind creation and some attempt to sort out good from evil and however great the jumble of superstitions with which the truth was still overlaid each nation pressed just so far along this line of discovery as its particular thought was capable of reaching untouched by the supreme truth which came with christianity early myth-makers personified not only the qualities and elements which they perceived to be good in human existence but also those elements which they perceived to be evil sometimes as gods as in the case of the norse loki god of mischief and evil father of sorrow and death but more often as hideous monsters giants or trolls in the norse these personifications of evil were often creatures of mist and darkness of lies and illusion which must disappear before the light certainly not an unintelligent conception of evil and the norse not only set forth in their myths the material warfare of warmth and light against cold and darkness but set forth also the warfare of good against evil in the persian The children of light war against the spells and illusions of the children of darkness, the Deves. And again, the material sense of light wiping out darkness has the deeper meaning of spiritual truth and enlightenment wiping out evil. In many of their myths, the Norsemen reached a very lofty and beautiful conception of things. In the god Baldur, they honored all that was beautiful, eloquent, wise, and good. He was the spirit of activity, joy, and light. Even Thor, though he was degraded into a war-god, seems at his best, in his encounters with the giants from the land of mists and winter, the land of lies and illusions, rather to have stood for that strong spiritual force that gives battle to evil than a creator of strife among men, and his thunderbolt for no destructive force, but for that beneficent power that smites the chains of winter and sets free the life-giving showers of spring. The Norse attain a high spiritual level, too, in their conception of the final disappearance of this world, with the twilight of the gods, and the appearance of a new heaven and a new earth, an earth wherein goodness only dwells, an earth filled with abundance, regenerated and purified, where Baldur will come again with light and life, with wisdom, joy, and goodness, and all evil ceases, for Loki is no more though all nations have had their myths and many the east indians for example have an enormous jumble the greek and norse mythologies are the most complete and orderly the greek myths show a love of beauty and brightness of warmth and color that makes the norse look somewhat dark and somber by contrast yet the greeks retained far more of the sensuous element and attained far less of the spiritual than the norse and in selecting stories from the greek to tell children This fact needs always to be borne in mind when selections are made. There are, nevertheless, many very beautiful Greek myths. There are the story of Hercules, his patience and his labors to free mankind from the various monsters, the myth of Echo and Narcissus, wherein the youth who loves only himself finds nothing but misery, unsatisfied longing, and final death. The beautiful story of that dear old couple, Bossus and Philemon, All these and many others show true and right conceptions of things, and indicate that mythology, though it always remained a confused mixture of barbarism and beauty, with far more superstition than truth, and though it could never possibly have attained anything like the moral and spiritual height which a wholly consecrated, inspired, and persistent demand for truth did attain on the hills of Judea, holds nevertheless, when viewed in the right light, much beauty and much truth. Which may be intelligently used for children. End of section twenty five. Recording by C.